believe this. Or not. Hey, Patty. Hey, Chris. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Can you we're believe? Back. Oh, we're yeah. back. Can you believe we're back? Kind of. Quit. We did. No, quit. We, we took we're a not break. quitters. We're not quitters. <laughs> we're not quitters. And uh, we're on to some new topics. Hey, Patty. Hey, Chris. What started the Civil War? Um, not slavery. <laughs> Uh, can you hear me? Did I mute myself? I, I think I almost fell backwards out of my chair and lost my headset after you said that. And you know, I say that on on our on a podcast audio podcast, but you saw me go back, so I almost fell over. I had to catch my headset. Um, <laughs> I'm funny that way. That you say not. I'm ironic. You're is it? Aren't you ironic? Isn't you ironic? Doesn't work. It's but uh, ironic that, that you said it that way. That sounds better than when I did it. When you say <laughs> it that way, that means me. That leads me to believe we are actually going to agree on this one. When asked what caused the Civil War, probably the best answer is they wanted slavery in the South. They wanted slavery. That she didn't. Nikki Haley. By the way, we're talking about Nikki Haley, right? Nikki Haley, and and, and people like her, of course. Um, well, she's a smart person. I mean, she's uh, educated. It was not a smart answer. It was, you know what? I don't think, I think she was trying to be, uh, a to o- omit, yeah, to not make <laughs> yeah. it about race <laughs> because she has a habit of doing that. She has a habit of flip-flopping on race. She uses race when it's convenient for her to make a stand you know like when she originally she was against taking down the confederate flag when she was the governor of south carolina right and then right. after the shooting that mass shooting in the, she in the church it. where 15 people uh were murdered unfortunately sending blessings to their families in the new year but then she decided that it was convenient for her to make a stance on taking the flag down and, and you know, you know, uh, because now it was a symbol of like uh, extreme, extreme um, racism or, you know, whatever. Like she woke up <laughs> all of a sudden. Um, you almost said but that you I, admire I think it. Like she you admired does... a strategy of it or something. I, I think that she is playing the political game, you know, using race as a convenience, a race that she's conveniently uh, Asian when she needs to, you know, talk <laughs> about the fact that she's, is this, you know, she, is she claimed to be Asian. Yeah. Uh, is she Indian? That's it is, but India is part of Asia. So she called, she, she okay, declares herself Asian, okay. even though on some, on some, uh, one of you know the things that you fill out where your race the Ancestry. race cards. Yeah. She she wrote white. So oh, on that on that oh mm-hmm. on one of them she's written white, and then some of them she writes that she's Asian. I will say to a degree, it is to your advantage to write white on things, probably in this in this country right now. It oh. is convenient. 
If you can get unless, away with it. Unless you're a DEI hire. Oh, boy. That's a quick transition. Because <laughs> really, there's nothing more to say about it, right? Because you agree with me, but you have this unusual admiration for the strategy. I just think it sucks. She's from the South. I think she lived like someone from the South. And I think she kind of thinks that way. I think it's more than a strategy. But no, you, you brought up DEI. You might as well get into DEI. No, I, I'm not done with mean? Nikki Haley. But what oh. else do you want to say about her? I mean, she Is backtracked. There... She said that, you know, yes, that she was taught slavery because she was raised in the South. Of course, the Civil War was about slavery. She has black friends, for God's sakes. <laughs> she said she was trying to go beyond slavery. Look past, just go past slavery. So sorry. When you get to the slavery part of the Civil War, which is the, the, the whole enchilada, it's it's do not pass go. That is the thing. And, and if I want to say this because this so is I, I, I didn't see this particular um, interview. Where was she when they asked her about she, she, and what was the question initially? How well, did the I, Civil War start? I think it was. I don't know if it was in a studio interview with the news or if it was in front of people, but I believe it, it was approached to her. Why did you answer the question that way? Um, is, is what I believe is because I saw a little bit of a clip, the, the, you know, a little bit of a clip. And when she answered that, she basically said, I'm, I'm going to try to paraphrase as closely as possible to what she said for what I heard. It was earlier today that I heard it that she said, uh, I should have said slavery. Of course it was slavery, but I was trying to look beyond slavery. I'm from the South. I was taught it. I had black friends and that's where you get the, Oh, she had some of her friends were black and she has to go. So, past but what slavery. was her answer? If it wasn't that was pretty much slavery. it, she was trying to make it. She was trying to, her answer is from her perspective, she was trying to make it more, uh, a deeper answer than slavery it's it's hard to it's hard for me to make logic of her answer but when what did I don't she say the when they said the how answer. did the civil war start she said oh you mean the original question yes what did that she was a say? town hall and she said oh god i was trying to remember the word i should look it up and just just read it verbatim but it was something to the effect of it had to do with what rights you wanted to have and having the rights you wanted and believing what you believe. It was a dance around slavery. She never got to it. And it sounded like, it sounded like nothing like any of us have ever heard of what slavery, what the civil war was about. Nothing, nothing like what we all heard the civil war is about. And there are aspects of what she's saying that was factored into the, the war, but she danced around it. She intentionally, clearly, obviously, didn't want to talk about slavery at the follow-up of that the person said okay i'm sorry i'm just i'm just i can't believe that you answered that whole question without ever mentioning slavery and now she said what do you want me to say about slavery all right moving on that was how that went down i did see that video i saw it so now now this uh, according to like all the pollsters and the political analysts, this gives uh, Chris Christie a little edge on her in some of the 
polls and in some of in, in the states. Not really. She, he he's so he's polling so low. It's weird. He's probably I still don't trust the guy. I wouldn't want him to be the president, but he's still the only one speaking out against Trump in any capacity. Because well, yeah, Nikki Haley likes to flip flop on Trump too. She she says she oh, pardoned yeah. him. <laughs> oh, they all they all want to be his vice president nominee. Let's just face that. I don't think Chris Christie ever will be his vice president nominee, but they all want to eventually end up there. You can't want to be the president, be so far behind the 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 candidate, which is this this criminal rapist idiot like Trump, insurrectionist, insurrectionist. I can say it. You can't be that far behind him and constantly defending him if you want to beat him. It's all bullshit. This whole thing's for show. So who do you think the Republican candidate's going to be then? If if Trump can't uh, even get on a ballot? <laughs> well, great question. I I think the Republican Party for this election is jacked up. <laughs> There's no way to know because the party's still holding on to the dream that Trump will regain power and abuse it for their benefit. They're still hanging on to that dream. But people are trying to throw them off the ballot in some states. And that's a great topic of, the, of, of, of conversation. But we will get to the DEI stuff in a little bit here. We're going to get to that. But Colorado has um, elected to take him off the ballot. Who's the other one that took him off the ballot? Was it Michigan or Maine or, or some other place? I forget the I forget the state. I think it was Michigan. You would think Maine. this would be either. Maine. Maine. Okay, that was one of the ones I said. Colorado, yeah, Colorado Michigan, Arizona. Oh, they're all looking into it. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's this effort. Colorado Supreme Court uh, got a majority vote to take him off the ballot. It's going to the Supreme Court. Uh, same thing. Uh, probably the same thing is going to happen in Maine. What do you think? Their argument is, I'm, I'll just, I'll just go over it again so people listening at home understand if they haven't heard already. Uh, the the question is, is it unconstitutional to have the states decide to remove him from the ballot as opposed to let the voters decide? That's what the argument is. And what's before You're I get into my arguing that or the 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 Supreme Court's arguing that it, it, it it's an either or it's the argument in general is there are people who are saying and in, in fact everyone running against Trump in the GOP primary are arguing he should not be taken off the ballot it should be the voters who decide otherwise you're taking the election out of the hands of the people it should not be decided by a court they say or for, by by people in a state or a Supreme Court it should be decided by the voters. I think it's BS. We'll get into that. But what do you think? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. And I don't even know if I care. <laughs> well, I care. Here's the thing. All right. So the reason was, right, let's talk about the legal reason. I mean, on in California, uh, Newsom is going to leave him on the ballot. Yeah. Now, no, there, we'll talk about the benefits of leaving on the ballot a little bit. Um, the thing is, the reason Colorado gave for taking them off, the reason Maine gave for taking them off is one of the one of the ways that you can qualify to be president or hold any office 
is to is is like I said this you can't be a certain age you can't be too young you can't be from another country apparently you can be too old <laughs> apparently so there's there's actual rules to qualify to be present one of the qualifications is you must not have engaged in or gave aid and comfort to insurrection Colorado found him to be guilty of being a, a, a big part of causing the inter- insurrection. He is not qualified to run. So this this whole idea that the people need to decide, let the people decide, it's an election, is bogus. It's just straight up bogus. I would. I'm so. So we should let Harvey Weinstein run for president from prison because because the voters want him. If the majority of the GOP voter uh, voters want him to be their candidate, they should just let him run. This no. is what I mean. It's but ridiculous. do you want you want the federal government or the the state government telling you? how you should vote and who you should vote for. That's the other side of that coin. When, when you get into that conversation, Patty, it becomes just so incredulously ridiculous. The I just the concept that there's even a debate. If a person who's done the things that we know, the things that have already been proven that Donald Trump has done would be permitted to even be considered a presidential candidate. How, how have of, they been proven, though? How have they been proven? So right. far, they're just allegations and indictments, right? But he hasn't actually been. Well, no, charged. a court has found a court. A judge has found that he is guilty of insurrection. It's official. It's in the books. Legally, he's guilty of insurrection. He's already disqualified. That there's debates over it. That it has to go to the Supreme Court. That's process, but it's ridiculous. That's enough right there. Do you want a rapist to run for president? Someone who's a proven rapist because a judge found him responsible for the sexual assault and the intimidation and in, 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 in the, um, you know, the, the, whatever they call it. It's, it's a call when you take somebody down with a uh, character assassination. What's that called again? Defamation of character. Oh, definitely. E. Jean Carroll. So yeah, you want a rapist, someone who's been proven a rapist and proven to be an insurrectionist to be on the ballot of your presidential election. If you're a Republican and you're all for this, especially if you're in the freaking GOP, like like people who make the true decisions or who's going to be your candidate that allow this and support this and endorse this, shame on you. It shouldn't even be a thing that we have to worry about. This shouldn't be a conversation even. And here we are talking about it. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's not sane. It's not sane. But, you know, we still have two political parties and people have different opinions. And if they, <laughs> you know, if they think that they want that type of person running for government, uh, you know, I guess they they have the right to decide on if that's the person they want to choose to put on the ballot to represent their party. Well, if we're going to follow the Constitution, which is sort of like how how Nikki Haley handles race as only when it applies to something we want or not want, then that's the problem. If you want to actually follow the Constitution, 
He's not even qualified. There shouldn't even be a case. There shouldn't be judges involved. It's done. He shouldn't even be there. This is this lies at the so then the GOP. How, how is he still polling? How is he still being supported? How is he still have you know the support of the GOP? If if everything you say is true, how I, mean, I can't I can't speak for the sanity of my, of my peers on this in this earth. Um, but if you look at the polls, I imagine a lot of these, I'm not sure, but a lot of these polls I do know are polls of Republicans, right? Amongst, amongst Republicans in the Republican primary, he's killing everybody he's going against. All right. I know a few Republicans. I know quite a few Republicans. I think you probably do too, who voted for Trump in 2016 and did not vote for him in 2020, right? been plenty of people who changed on Trump because, oh, my God, how can you vote for that guy and support him? I have to go against my own party just to make sure we don't get this mess on our hands. There's a lot of that. But that leaves who to be polled in the Republican Party, the people who are already all in on MAGA or all in on MAGA adjacent. Right. That's why the polls are the way they are. That you see polls that say that Biden's trailing by a point or two. I, I don't know. They're, they're, Hillary Clinton in 2016 was killing Trump in the polls. We saw what happened in 2016. The polls don't mean a whole lot to me. Well, based on, based on history, just based on recent history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Colorado and Maine. The Supreme Court and the Secretary of State determined that he had engaged in insurrection and was therefore constitutionally ineligible to run ineligible. for president. Ineligible to run for president. Right. It shouldn't even be a debate. So but, if you're a Trump supporter, yeah, here we are. Going, they're going, oh, corrupt Marxist judges paid off by the Democrat liberal Marxist. It, it, uh, it's craziness, man. It's crazy pants. It's crazy it's pants. Still, it's still going to go to the Supreme Court, though. Yeah, they're going to decide. And, and I don't know how much you can trust the Supreme Court that, that made it possible for 10 year olds to get raped by a family member and not be able to get an abortion. Uh, you know, it makes me crazy, Patty. You see this? This is my crazy face. It makes me crazy, Patty. No, no. About this the is the same thing? Supreme Court that made it possible for there to be abortion laws where ten-year-olds can get raped by a family member and not get an abortion, where the doctor who actually gave her that abortion in another state is being charged because of that. We talked about that one before. Yeah, there's the lady yes. we talked about last podcast where. Uh, she had to leave Texas to get an abortion, and the Supreme Court of Texas was like, "Nope, you can't get it." Like her life's in danger. It's unbel- This is not about health. This is not about pro life. Anyway, it's just. But my point is, it's the same Supreme Court that I don't know how much we can trust. So, um, every state has their own Supreme Court. It is Supreme Courts of the state, and then that's not quite as high as the Supreme Supreme Court, which is overseeing everything. The Supreme Court knocked everything out of whack when he said, we want to make sure that all these choices are made by the local state's government. And then now we now we have what we have. Very, because very. the Supreme Court didn't have the balls to freaking make a decision on it. 
and we'll see if they have the balls to make a decision on this. They might kick so it back. So it's going go to the, the highest court. Yeah. And you know who's going to make a decision on that as one of the people? Mm. Clarence Thomas. Do you know who his, who his wife is? Mm. Jenny Thomas. Do you know how much how involved she was in January 6th? She was very involved in January 6th. She sent buses for people to go to the Capitol. <laughs> she sent text messages uh, to uh, to the chief of staff, Mark Meadows, saying, hey, we have to stop this transfer of power. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This is what we're, this is the country we live in now. We're so close to being Russia Jr. It's unbelievable. Well, we could always move to Canada. Yeah, well. Or we can fight for our country and take our country back by voting for the right people. That's right. But you're saying that we have the right to have the people decide. So what if it was the, the other way around and they decided that Biden, the, the state's, courts decided that biden couldn't be on the ballot okay okay that, right I, okay i'm with you I so knew you, you want biden you to there. be you want biden to be on the ballot would you want that that right or that decision made for you okay so what evidence was brought to the supreme court of whatever state to say biden should be removed from the ballot what did he did he participate in insurrection did he did Biden? No. Did Biden? Is Biden under the age of what thirty five or thirty six, whatever it is? Mm -hmm. He's gonna be eighty five. Was, Bi was Biden? Was was Biden born in another country? No. Wait, no. Okay. No. Uh, he qualifies. He qualifies. But I'm saying that the Republicans could find something, and maybe. But they push have to convince. Against... They have to convince a judge to say, "Yeah, he's not qualified to run." And what qualification can they come up with? One of the qualifications that's mentioned in the Constitution. It hasn't happened yet, but it could. It could because you're going to leave the door open for that to go the other way, too. You can't have no. one way and then not for the other party. If it's, someone's it's, found to be in violation of the Constitution to the point they should be removed from the ballot, then they should be removed from the ballot. I don't care if it's a Democrat if they'll care if it's a Republican, an independent, a turtle, whatever. They shouldn't okay. be allowed to run on the ballot. So I wouldn't care. So, and you're okay with the state making that decision for you? It's stupid that it's even a question. If if if, if the state, if, if it's to the point where we can't trust our Supreme Court, we can't trust the voters either, but that's but not the you're, reason why. You're, but you're, removed, you're just said the Supreme Court can't be trusted because they made decisions about abortion that you didn't agree with either. You didn't agree with it either, by the way. So Yeah, but I'm not saying that the Supreme Court should make a decision whether I want someone on a ballot or not. You are. That's your well, argument, I, not mine. See, I, I don't think it should be our decision or the Supreme Court's decision. The Constitution already told us what the decision should be. The Constitution already says it. It shouldn't be a debate between Patty and Chris. It shouldn't be a debate between the Supreme Court and, and, and whoever's bringing the case. It should be already decided because it's an, and that's what that's if the Supreme Court, if the Supreme Court behaves the way it should in this matter and they follow the Constitution, we shouldn't be worried. How about that? Everything goes the way it's supposed to, the way our laws and the way our nation was built, we should be all right. But things haven't been okay. the way they should be in the last decade.
That's that's from the mouth from the mouth of babes. You heard it here. <laughs> Chris. <Call me> pig. <laughs> Chris is down with letting the Supreme Court make decisions for him. That's pretty wild generalization. No, I'm just saying it's pretty simple. It's so simple. We're overcomplicating this. That's all I'm saying. You know what? You don't want to be taken off the ballot? Don't violate the Constitution. Pretty simple stuff. Pretty simple stuff. Pretty we simple talked about, stuff. We talked about DEI earlier. We did. And, we did. Because is, uh, Claudine Gay, the president Claudine of Harvard... Gay who stepped down this week as the president uh, because this very right-wing political, uh, I guess, zealot, Christopher Russo, went on a campaign to discredit her after she blundered the whole uh, Hamas Israel, um, the handling of the open letter that the students wrote that they felt that Israel was responsible for all of the, you know, the 1,200 Israelites that were killed. And she said, you know, they asked her, you know, do you think it's appropriate to make anti-Semitic remarks against Israelis? And she said, you know, she said something very generalized, like, if we had found that there was certain language that blah, 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 instead of coming, you know, uh, straight out and saying that we do not support anti any kind of anti-Semitic language, blah, blah, blah. But along with that, they realized this guy, Christopher Russo, who was on, went on this campaign because he's on a, a campaign to do away with DEI diversity and ethnic inclusion and how universities use it to get funding for the government to uh, subsidize student loans and um, to uh, to accept more ethnic um, you know students into their campuses uh, one of the he said one of the reasons she was hired as the president the first black, and female president of Harvard was because of DEI hiring, ignoring and negating the fact that she had not written the usual amount of papers and theses that someone of her stature needs to get that position. And we're talking hundreds of papers. She's written dozens. And she was found to be plagiarizing a lot of her work without quotations and without the proper accreditation. So, I mean, she's not the only president of a university that's been accused of plagiarizing. Last year, the president of Stanford University had to step down because a lot of his work was plagiarized. I mean, in her thesis, she verbatim quotes works from other writers. So, is it fair that someone gets hired because they're of a certain ethnic race and accepted into a position of power without actually meeting all the requirements? Okay, so there's so many different 
things happening in this tangled web, isn't there? Uh-huh. Uh, this uh-huh. is what I this is what I hate, and I'll, I'll I'll break down the the legitimacy of the different things and illegitimacy of different things in a second. But I hate when people take an issue that is real. Okay, like this person who's the president of Harvard. You said was it? Yeah, and, and and she said something that was probably really insensitive and really probably shouldn't have been said. Is okay with things that maybe most of us wouldn't be okay with, and I can maybe see getting behind asking her to step down or or or, or firing her for that. That DEI was brought into it was such a convenient angle for this person with his with his uh, journey he's on to bring that into it, and it's like. All these different things that exist in this story, and they're not all connected, but they're being forced to be interwoven so we can have these debates that don't mean anything. That that mean it means something on their own, but to the story is is just so uh, frustrating. And I want to break things. Uh, so let's start with that. I said she shouldn't have said the things she said. If they ask her to step down and she wouldn't, and they fired her, whatever the case might be, those things I understand. Do I agree with them? I don't know, but I understand the plagiarization. I haven't had time to really research the level of plagiarization, but you can't ask your students. You can't expect the people at this high level to do the things the right way you're teaching them. If the people who uh, are telling them to do this can't follow those same directions. So thank you. She might not have qualified for that position. To suggest she only got the position because she's a DEI hire, I think is just bullshit. Um, she might have been a DEI hire. Now, um, I've been reading some Mark Cuban tweets lately. That dude's cool. I hated that dude when the Heat were playing the Mavericks in the playoffs years ago. <laughs> but I've learned, I've since learned that when you get out of the sports element of things, you get into just who people are. He's one of the good guys. He's one of the good guys. And he made a point today of saying, you know, DEI does not mean you hire somebody just because they're black. Okay. Um, there are people, and some of it's legitimate, who feel like they lost a job to somebody that's a minority just because they're a minority and they were more qualified. What happens is you hire people of a diverse nature who are qualified and maybe bring a different set of skills and allows you to create diversity in your business and company. I don't think that's a bad or negative thing. I don't. And honestly, if you look at Nikki Haley signing something as white, that's evidence right there. All the anti-Semitism and racism and bigotry we've seen against people who are other is evidence. We haven't moved on from that. People will make the argument. Oh, slavery and racism that was the 60s and 200 years ago we're in now people get hired all the time and succeed all the time with different races genders sexes whatever we hire everybody has an opportunity in america the workforce but honestly honestly when it comes down to it a serious white middle-aged businessman deciding who to hire between this black person who's totally qualified and this white person is totally qualified they can't help. I'm not saying everyone does it, but a lot of them can't help to take the bias and it might be subconscious. They're going to hire the white guy. It's going to happen. You see it in Hollywood. 
It's going to happen. Yeah, but if you now give that person incentives to hire the non-white person, financial incentives, <laughs> um, tax credits, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, whatever, then, then. You're, it, they're not equal. Those two people that's, that's, are not equal. Those two hires are not equal anymore. That's another can of words where you're going, okay, well. But that's what is presented a lot of times with these DEI hires, you know? I have not been privy to that, but I, I, I'll trust you on that. Universities get extra money because they hire a certain amount of, you know, uh, students of color. Uh, and maybe that's the only way. So I don't know. On a, on the one hand, it's, it's an opportunity for a person of color to get on a track that would not be presented to themselves, to that person. But do I want to be hired or in a, a scholarship program or accepted to a university, not based on my merit, just based on my color or my race? I don't know. I don't know if that's such a great thing. It, it, I, I may not be, you and I both might not be qualified to get too deep on this, but there is a level of expectation that, not expectation, but understanding that could be a lot of people who are minority, and that could be any race, you know, um, they at times don't have access to the best options for schooling from the get-go, Right. So if I have a better opportunity to learn from better teachers and better schools uh, than the other guy, then I'm going to be more qualified naturally because I've had better, better guidance to make it to that school than the other guy. That doesn't mean the other guy doesn't deserve to be there. It doesn't mean he's I don't not qualified. Why? Why? Why does like a white person have better, more access than a a non-white person? I, okay, I had access to the same. <laughs> I had access to the same public schools that my, uh, my my counterparts did. You know, my my sister has has put all her th- her kids through um, private schools. Very very That's expensive amazing. private yeah. schools. Okay. And do they somehow get some kind of favoritism because of because they're half Mexican and half Colombian? No, they get charged the same amount of money. Sometimes they get grants based on the fact that they don't make their income isn't as high as, say, other students. But. They still have to do the work. They still have to, you know, study. They still have to keep their grades up. They they've always been um, uh, uh, encouraged to study and to go to the best schools. So I don't think that Latino families or Black families or Asian families don't give their children the same opportunities to well, it's not about education. It's not about the family giving them the opportunities. It's about what the the, the hand the hand life dealt them. Right? Some people never get out of that rut. You start out in yeah, in that happens housing. To, that you happens can't to Caucasian to children the, all the time you can't too. Can't afford to put your kids through the expensive private schools. That's not always an option. It's not always no, an option. 
It's, but it's not an option for, for a lot of Americans. Yeah. It's not just for Latinos and Blacks and Asians and, you know, for, um, you know, BIPOC children. It's 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 just a general uh, so, state of education in America. A lot of, I'm sure, Caucasian students don't have access to private schools. Well... There's something you said there I can give you credit for, but not the way you want it. And that is that the reason that there's division on this topic and why we have these debates, besides some people are just inherently racist, and that's the only reason you argue, right? Not like our good faith argument here. So if you don't want to be racist, don't make hiring about race. Make it about qualification. Are you saying DEI is racist? Are you actually? I do. I think it is actually racist. Okay, so this is a good example of how your experience, you told me yourself, if you play it back, my family is is, is Latino and we had these opportunities and we had all these opportunities. So why doesn't all the other families have the opportunities? You're talking from your perspective. We all argue from our own experience and we can't know the other experiences fully. So it's, it, it's really hard to commit. I, I find it hard to ever commit to an argument like that. Um, no, I didn't spend a lot of time in private schools. I spent a little time in private schools. Not everybody gets that opportunity, but I think I, I, I think it's willfully ignorant to not see the uh, the biases that occur in these scenarios. I just I just think it is. I think that education should be, you know what, available to everyone. Regardless of financial situation, regardless of race, regardless of color. And you shouldn't get incentives to to educate a non-white student and educate a black student. You should be educating everybody. Period. That's one of the biggest issues. And, and you see this with mm, you see this with people um pushing for school choice and things like that they they want everything to be private in, in, in charter schools they, they they're, they're really really sticking who's it they? to public who's schools they? the people who decide our education uh people who's who, that? Who's people the, who have who influence those? well moms for liberty for one they want to control everything they want everybody to get school choice they want them to be treated a certain way in one school but not in the other it's it, it pri- private schools I've gotten worse than I remember them when I was a kid. So our lunches when I was in private school, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, my private I never went to private school. I am school, the product of a public school education. You did go to public school. Okay. So when I went to public school, my lunches sucked, but not like what I'm seeing from my daughter's lunches today. Public school is being treated a lot differently and a lot less. It wasn't very treated well then either. School is not a priority for our government. Look what teachers get paid. Look at the, the job they do. Look what they got to deal with. We, we, our public schools are not treated well. And they're not respected. And they're not treated with respect. And until they are, we won't have equal education for everybody. So where, where does that responsibility lie? With the parents, with the government, with the president? You know, how, how does that ding, change? Ding, ding, ding. You got to, you got to put some priority on it. So what happens is if the president wants to put a priority on education and says, I want to do this, I want to put this much of the budget into our school districts. What's going to happen is it's going to go to the Congress. 
Congress is going to write a bill. Some people are going to sign on the bill that says, let's give all this money to the education. And the other guys are going to go, no, I want that money to go to the border wall. And they go, okay, let's, let's, let's make everybody happy. Let's put something about the border wall in there. Let's put something about school in there. And now we're, now, now, now we're, we're, we're voting on multiple things in one bill. No one's going to agree on. And the bill never passes. That's the kind of thing that happens. And this is something that John Stewart, very smart guy, this is something that John Stewart talked about when he was trying to get the people who were first responders who were sick and dying from their time in 9-11, try to get them help. He was arguing, why do you keep writing these bills about supporting these first responders that has something about the border wall or aid to another country? Why don't we make a bill that's about the bill? That's <laughs> absolutely something... <laughs> I lost you there. We lost so, you. Yeah, I mean, so, so why don't we make the bill about the bill? That's something we're missing. We need more of that. I know there's negotiation in the bills, but but we need to make more bills about the bills. If you really care and want something, you should fight for it without having to have different things that you're trying to sweeten the pie with for the other party. We should be working for America, not for Republicans, not for Democrats. For the American people in general. And we don't have enough of that in Congress. Yeah. But we can, but we can have more of it. But how do you have, like, you know. We can have more of it. I'll tell you how. Oh, please. Do. My my Twitter friend, who I, I shouldn't, I, I, like, 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 we don't talk. But, like, we interact sometimes. Like, oh, are you going to name drop? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've never, <laughs> we've, never, we've never had a private conversation or anything like that. But, um. No, no sliding into the DMs. No, nah, no. Capital, Capital Police Officer Harry Dunn has. Oh, you know he's running for Senate or Congress. Oh, he he's running for Congress. My, he just stepped on my line. Yeah, oh, he's I'm running so for Congress for Maryland. That's what I wanted to say. And oh, so we've been trying to get him to. on the show, right? I haven't tried yet. I said I was going to, but I haven't tried yet because I'm. Well, now he's running for Congress, so he needs I really to be on the, the show. show. Absolutely. You know what I'm waiting on? You know what I'm dragging my feet on? I want to read hmm. his book first. I want to read his book first. Well, you, you keep saying that. Why don't you just have him on and then you'll be forced to read his book. And the fact that he's running for Congress um, is a great, this is a great platform for him to come on. He well, needs reach publicity. Out hey guys, you know, the few of you who are actually listening to stood with us all this time all that we love very you. much. We love you guys so much. <laughs> Thank if you. you want Larry, if you want Harry Dunn to be, I almost said Larry Dunn, it's because his, his Twitter is Libra, Harry, Libra, anyway. If you want Harry Dunn on this show, reach out to him and tell him you should be on Believe This and then at me so that he'll see and he'll go, oh, that's that guy whose tweets I like sometimes. Yeah, now let's, Harry let's get, Dunn. Let's get he's, Harry Dunn on the show. He's the chief that, uh, chief of police that comp, he uh, testified about the uh, January yeah, 6th insurrection and how he was they were beaten and um how you know that he that's who he is and he, he was one so. of the main guys that really uh helped save the 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 house basically from being uh attacked and people Torn being torn down by them crazy trump supporters there's so much there's so much I want to talk to him about, but I think there's a lot of that in his book that we're gonna to need to know to, to talk to him. So I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be working on getting that book soon. Uh look for that in the future. Reach out to him because it might take a while. 
to get <laughs> confirmation. And in the meantime, you could be reading the book. Don't, you know, put the cart before the horse. I do it anyway, but I worry when I when I, when I <laughs> private message people with notoriety that once I private message them, that's it. You know, it's like, oh, no, he's one of those in any block or something, you know. I don't know if and Harry would do that. but By the way, we do have listeners. We know. I know we joke all the time that we don't have listeners, but every time I talk to somebody, they tell me, oh, I, I listened to your podcast and I really enjoyed it. You and Chris have a great rapport. Um, a lot of people listen to the one about the gas stoves. <laughs> you been hearing about that? <laughs> so um, I, w- I went to Red Lobster in my regular server, smiled and shook my hand, and said, "You didn't tell me you have a podcast." I'm like, "You've heard my podcast? Are you serious? <laughs> that's no serious. Way. That's serious. Yep. Are you there? Oh, that's so awesome. What's Thank up, you. German? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, we got, so, yeah, yeah, there we are. We don't have tons and tons of listeners, but the ones we have are amazing. We do. Trump's been indicted, but he hasn't been convicted of many things. So should he or should he not be on the ballot? Feedback would be good. I I think most people who listen to the show are probably going to agree. Most, not everyone, but most. Nikki Haley is a flip-flopper. And uh, Claudine Gray, she plagiarized. So she had to step down. There you go. That's I like the, the recap. Review. We should make, we should make that a regular thing on the uh, weekend review. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's been All a right. fun return. Welcome back. Welcome back, twenty twenty four. Look look forward to many more debates with you. Uh, we're coming up with a new intro, so if you have any suggestions, we just talked believe- about this. We have no idea what we're doing. Go ahead. <laughs> Believe this, the podcast where we get to hash it out and still be friends. That's what I'm voting for. I'm not sold yet on that, but we'll work on it. But you can, <laughs> you know, something like that. Rework it. You something know, like you know, that. You see, like you see that. the process in we motion. Get you guys are punch, <laughs> we get to throw punches and still be friends. <laughs> we get to throw punches. I don't even throw a single punch at you. <laughs> verbal. A lot of verbal. But I think I I, I held my own today. I brought well, it. You, if you say, if you think if you say so, that's cool. <laughs> you know what? Opinions are like everybody has them. <laughs> okay, I don't know what you're trying to say there, but uh, imagine it's kind of colorful that you muted. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Patricia Ray, activist, artist, actress healer podcaster what else did i do this year oh i have one of my own cooking show cooking up patty uh, i have my youtube channel follow me and subscribe to cooking up patty and i have a cooking show cooking with patty uh, so there you do go. you have a cooking show called cooking with patty yeah i'm gonna put a link of it on the uh, your youtube link you have one. Oh. You have multiple YouTube channels. It's all going through one YouTube channel. It's a one YouTube channel called Cooking Up Patty because Cooking Up Patty. Yeah, because you never know what I'm cooking up. Oh, but my, now it but makes my sense to me. cooking show is Cooking yeah. with with Patty because we can't mm-hmm. cook up Patty. That would be really bad. No, <laughs> would be painful. But maybe yummy. yeah. <laughs> I'll put a link in the so everybody can see that. Um, and I'm yeah. always here too. I was here too. Welcome to 2024. Peace out. (laughs) Bye.